Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies and TV shows for teens. That was good. And <laughs> this week, very exciting, Outer Banks. And in honor of Outer Banks, I actually do have a teen story related to a teen who I know watched <laughs> Outer Banks. Ooh. Yes. So um, at my former job, um, I was working with high schoolers and high schoolers in STEM and um, obviously did not add any of them on social media, but um, left that job <laughs> and um, one or two of them I follow on social media and one of them followed me back and she's the one that like had watched our banks. And the other day I posted a selfie wearing like a bunch of makeup that I had bought. Um, this like pink, it was like a pink multi-use stick. So you can use it as blush you can use it on your lips and you can use it on your eyeshadow. And I used all three. So it was very obvious that there was like pink, very pink spring look. And this teen replied to me and was like, nice nude makeup. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Like, what? <laughs> Maybe she, does she usually go for like a full face? Well, she definitely wears makeup and we talked about euphoria, but also I mm. think... I think when I was in that age, I also, I didn't really use a lot of makeup. And so, like, I just didn't know what people, like, looked like. <laughs> like, I couldn't tell. Um, like, you know, on the topic of this show, I would probably watch Outer Banks and be like, yeah, those people look working class. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I just, like, didn't, my... I just, like, didn't know. <laughs> You're already raising my blood pressure. I just, but I will like, say you should take know. it as a compliment that that teen even reached out to you to say something. That's true. Um, I hope she never listens to this. Um, I hope and she also, does. Also, I do, I do find it flattering. Um, and I think that I, I tried to ask her more about the show, but she wasn't really, like, that excited to talk about it. She was... And I didn't want to, like, be too excited as an adult trying to talk to her about this show. So I'm really excited for our guest because I feel that they are just more um, more up to speed on these boat teens. Um, <laughs> do you want to introduce her? Of course. Taylor Steele is an NYC-born and based poet, playwright, screenwriter, photographer, organizer, and performer. Her chapbook, Dirty Mouth Kiss, is available on Pizza Pie Press. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. What's up? Hello. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. I I mean, we'll get into it, but I love Outer Banks. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't care what the haters have to say. <laughs> I might be a hater, but it'll be fine. It's so good. Okay. Well, this is the start of the episode. Okay. um, Taylor, because this is your second time on the show, we would like to ask you this time, what type of teen did you want to be? Wow. Um, so I was like a resident shopper at like Billabong. <laughs> like I was always at Billabong. Like I wanted to be a skater kid so bad. I had all the hoodies. I was wearing Vans. Like I had the colorful skinny wow. jeans, the beanie hat. I was, I looked like a skater kid, but I could not skate for the life of me. 
Um, I went on a skateboard once and promptly <laughs> twisted my ankle and Aww. said, no, no, no. I'm done with that. So I haven't thought of Billabong in years and I'm mm-hmm. so happy. Um, I literally still remember like where it was in the mall, like when I was growing up and I remember the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever been inside of a Billabong. Wow. Is it, it it's a store, not just a brand? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. Like I don't like I know the name Billabong, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can't It's it's skater. It. It's weird because it's like part like surfer, but it also became skater, mm-hmm. right? So I do actually mm. think it makes sense for this episode like for Outer Banks specifically. <laughs> Thank you. Because they're at the ocean and they're trying to be uh they're trying to be alt to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Taylor, can you tell us more about your relationship with Outer Banks? Like, when did this all start for you? Um, I mean, I I knew when it was going to be officially released. I saw all the ads on Instagram and was like, this looks like some teenage shit that I need to get down with. <laughs> I was like, they're by the ocean. Who doesn't love the ocean? They're hot teens. And... They're all over 18, so I feel moderately okay saying that they're hot teens. Mm, okay. Um, but they're, like, approachable hot. They're not, like, euphoria hot, where it's, like, I don't think I can know you. They're, like, hmm. I would walk up to one of you, probably, and, like, say hi, say what's up. They're, like, approachably hot. Yeah, I would maybe agree. I also think that, like, um, all of them have fake tans, and mm-hmm. all of them have, like, like hair that probably has like the bumble and bumble salt spray like sprayed in it <laughs> so that it like looks artificially tousled. Tousled. Um, Jane, have you had you seen this before? Okay, here's my story. If you had asked me this question a week ago, I would have said to you, I have never seen Outer Banks. What is the show? When I pulled up Netflix, in fact, the first episode had been watched for 28 minutes. <laughs> And then my boyfriend, Walter, confirmed that we had tried to watch the show, and then we stopped watching it. So oh no, that it was yeah. my first impression of Outer Banks, OBX, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh, they call it OBX? I thought oh, that's yeah. the thing that you, like, put you, if you, for, like, your beach, if you have, like, your beach that you go to, you have, you can put a little sticker on your car. And OBX is the short. See, term I don't for understand. I don't. I think I don't know like surf teen culture. This is um, more like DTS down the shore culture for the East Coast. Okay, speak more on that. I have no idea. Like, what does it mean? Like, well, I'm actually the worst. Wait, Taylor, where you're from? New York City. So I why am. don't? Do you have any shore? What was your shore experience? Shore? <laughs> I have no shore experience. Okay. Um, we would go to a beach in New Jersey as a kid that I know okay. nothing about now. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, even though I'm from New Jersey, my family hates the beach. And so I have like fairly limited shore knowledge. Oh, but going DTS family. on MDW down the shore on Memorial Day weekend, all of the cool kids would go down the shore for prom weekend and they'd go to Seaside, a.k.a. Sleaside, and get hotel rooms and get wasted. I didn't do that. I wasn't cool. Um, there was, there's like the nicer beaches, like, um, Lavalette and then like maybe a Point Pleasant is like a family beach. I don't know. Um, Jane, I also wanted to ask, 
I wanted to ask too because this is um this is set in like North Carolina, right? Yes. And that's like a different I was wondering if Walter actually your partner had vibes from like the Virginia, Maryland area at all? No. Oh, okay. It's so different. So Walter <laughs> okay, <never mind>. Walter's <laughs> I'll just say that Walter's family famously goes to uh Virginia Beach every summer forever. Forever. Where's Virginia Beach? <laughs> I don't know where any of these places Virginia are. Beach is actually the biggest um town or county in Virginia and the most populous. And it's more is it more similar to a beach in New Jersey than this? Yes. There's okay. a lot of crossover. Okay. This okay. is like they live in like I know they're supposed to be like the the uh the greasers, but their beach rocks. Like it's so nice where they live. Yes. Yeah. Um okay. This this Sorry. show <laughs> this show is about um, teens overcoming obstacles. I'm reading this on the Wikipedia, such as love, fighting, friendship, and money. <laughs> teens overcoming obstacles. I mean, who among us? One gotta go. Love, fighting, friendship, and money. It's like Fuck a triangle meme. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I will say that the teens like, it, or I don't know if it's teens or adults, but um, in August 2021. It was number one on U.S. streaming, and then um, for the following like week of release, it like stayed at number one. And so in total, like j- just like it's it's coming to TV. Everybody was watching it. I guess there were like three billion or whatever watches. Um, and then um, it, somebody filed a lawsuit saying that it was um plagiarized from a novel. So in in 2020, a North Carolina teacher filed a lawsuit against Netflix and the creators of Outer Banks, um, claiming that they stole um, his book is called Pennywise. <laughs> what? Isn't There's, that a Stephen I don't, King? Thing? I don't understand what's happening, guys. Like That's I have no, I have no frame of reference for where we are. I don't know where the show came from. I will say I like this setting. Like I like it. I enjoyed seeing the the marsh. Um, yes. It is like, it's a little bit like Forrest Gump, but it's like pretty, right? Like that's the same setting, right? Both of you are staring no idea where Forrest Gump There's like, fl- <laughs> never mind. Okay. Um, Jane, did you know any of the people in the show? Only the rich father, Ward, because he's in Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> Taylor, do you have, oh, Taylor, do you have, um favorites in this cast that you would like to speak about Ooh, i i always appreciate seeing a dark-skinned character on screen so i do love pope um and i love that he's like the smart kid who's kind of weird i like relatable to me um i think he he's my favorite actually yeah i like him he's one of the more normal people in the show yeah (laughs) actually for for all his, you know, characterization as like a weirdo. Um, I will also say that like when um when the teen that I was talking about at my old job was talking to me about this, she was like trying to make the point. I don't. She was trying to make the point like, do teen are teens really like that? Like she was trying to be like, you know, shows like Outer Banks. Like are teens really like that? And I I didn't know because like I didn't know the show, so I couldn't weigh mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. but clearly there are people watching this and being like our teens really like this um but i think we should jump right in 
Jim? Yeah, we, we should. Okay. Okay, let's do it. The show opens with some teens drinking on a construction site and then running from the cops. They are members of the Pogues, or the working class faction of teens. John B. is the leader, <laughs> Pope is the smart one, and JJ is reckless. Kiera, who is technically a rich teen slash kook, also hangs out with them, and they all kind of like her. John's mom is absent, and his father is lost at sea, allowing John to live however he wants. There is a big hurricane, so the crew goes fishing. They stumble upon a sunk ship, motel key, and, although they don't notice, a dead body. What's not to love? I mean, <laughs> it hits every checklist point there is for a teen show. There's a gang of kids. They all have different fucking tropes that they're following. <laughs> Someone's lost at sea. Someone's gone. Like, there's a hurricane coming. <laughs> there's drama. There's risk. There's reward. I love it. Yeah, this show is, this show is 10 Instagram models, like, cosplaying as poor. And it's, like, so yes. funny to me. Like, in what world is somebody who looks like John B., like, working mm -hmm. class, like, it, it's just so funny to me that that is, like, the first thing they come out and try to introduce. Um, yeah. And then also that Kiara is, like, technically rich, but she she's, like, her her parents own a, a restaurant, and I actually don't think restaurant owners in a tourist town are exactly rich. Like, they kind of, like, have to make all their money during the tourist season, and yeah, it's just like a different level, but it, it is just like so funny that right away they, they try to set that up and you're like, huh? It feels like they're trying very hard. That's what I will say. <laughs> like who, what was the writer room where they were like, okay, what are the rich kids going to be called? What are the poor kids going to be called? And then they like, everyone threw out a name and then they landed on Pogues and Kooks. Yeah. What does Pogues um, mean? Do we get clarity on that? Yeah. John B. talks about it in the opening. It's like <laughs> sh Oops. short for pogies, Oops. which are like the small fish that you would generally throw back when you're fishing. Mm. What are what's kooks? What's kooks? That I have no idea. They're just kooky. They're just kooky. Okay. Something about John B. John B. sort of has in this like opening like narration and stuff. He sort of has a Dan Humphrey delivery. Did people notice that? Mm. Mm. It it kind of mm. threw me I off. That. He kind of has this like droll like. Well, I don't know, but that's not that's life, I guess. <laughs> Here's here. Okay, he is living on his own again. Okay. His father is lost at sea. He's supposed <laughs> to be working class. How is he supporting himself? How does he eat? Well, so far we've only seen them consume beer, so <laughs> which they don't explain how they get that in, in a keg later. Like, I guess mm -hmm. the laws around there are pretty lax. Oh yeah, don't they? It's their kegger. They're like kegger. Yeah. Um, my question is, what's everybody's relationship to fishing? <laughs> like our relationship or the character's relationship? No, you. <laughs> I grew up fishing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. My dad uh, is, for all intents and purposes, a fisherman. What the um, Taylor? I'm so glad I asked. Yeah. Like we grew up like having boats in the yard that like my dad would drive out to different lakes and places and yeah we'd go we'd go fishing pretty regularly oh my god taylor this is your story that's yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> wait where did you f like where did you fish that is a good question i think oftentimes we went upstate mm. um i never really knew where we were going i yeah. 
just got in the car. <laughs> yeah. And did That's you so eat impressive. the fish? Yeah. Is okay. it fly fishing? No, that's a different. That's hard. Athletic. Yeah, no. Kind of thing. Um, Jane, have you fished? I have fished. I don't. My my father is not a fisherman. I don't. I don't really like the like you know the 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 watching them die part. Like, don't get me wrong. I eat a lot of animals, so I'm very hypocritical, but. Yeah, I don't think it's for me. Also, you have to be patient. Well, sometimes people just throw them back. I know, but then it's like you just hooked it in its mouth, and now you're going to throw it back? That's yeah. almost worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess in that case, like, eating it is better, because at least, like, you're doing something with it. Um, I had a... My brother-in-law um, was a fly fishing guide for a summer, and we visited sort of after his job concluded, and he tried to teach me... And um, I watched him, like, cast in the exact same spot that I did. And I was, like, catching nothing. Like, the entire trip, I caught nothing. And he, like, put the line in the exact same spot as me and immediately caught a fish. So, like, I don't think, I don't think I'm very good at fishing. But I, I do, I like boats. I like boats. And I, I don't have a lot of experience with this, like, marshy, like, brackish water type boats. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's There can be sandbars that you ram into. Apparently. Yeah. I wanted to introduce something to you all, which which goes on something we've talked about before, which is the four girls. And we Ooh. do have the four girls here. We have Pope, <laughs> JJ, John, John B, and Kira. And so I wanted to ask, of course, which of the four girls are you? <laughs> wow. I think Taylor already said Pope, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm like, who could I reasonably be? And... I I think that's the only one I could reasonably be. Like, just a weird, smart kid who tags along and gets in trouble because his friends get in trouble, but isn't himself, like, a notorious troublemaker. Mm. That's That sounds relatable. I'm Kiera, I think, based on the pilot, because she seems to be the, the slightly, like, more cautious one who sort of, who sort of is, like, really like you're really gonna do that i feel like her main attribute is that she likes the environment yeah Yeah. i don't care about the environment so we don't have that in common um but otherwise i'm very cautious basically what i'm saying is like i'm less fun than john and jj oh that's interesting i don't think i like caught that necessarily but it's just because jj is like always trying to be weird yeah i think that i have main character syndrome and so i'm gonna hesitantly say john b even though i'm not Mm -hmm. a foster child i just like (laughs) have main character syndrome and like i feel like his like little narrations and like little like well that's just like that's kind (laughs) of how i like thought of me and my friends when i was in high school i think that's how you think Um, right now yeah also (laughs) now i guess i'm gonna go record a podcast (laughs) (laughs) um i actually will say that from the beginning i was like a little like okay so kiara is like this girl that her has like three best friends that are guys and like she's like a cool girl who's not like other girls she's also extremely hot like obviously like has to be a light-skinned girl like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i'm like okay like they're setting up (laughs) i don't know i will say it is weird that they have set up that all three of the friends are interested in her in some capacity yeah that's a weird thing to set up i don't get that i first well i guess first of all is there sex in the show and how graphic is it? Um, okay. 
I don't think in season one. There's no sex. I'm see. I'm just not being drawn in. But yeah, I did. It does (laughs) kind of weird me out. There is one, I think, but it's not graphic at all. Yeah, yeah. It does weird me out that there's this like gorgeous. First of all, to be honest, they all are kind of like sterile, hot to me. Especially the two lead white boys. I'm like, yeah, they could be anyone. Um, so that's not appealing. But also, like, it is so strange that she's this gorgeous girl, who they're. Especially JJ is like actively horny about horny around her, like horny. I have thoughts. I have thoughts about that, but I agree with you. It's like, wouldn't you have kissed already? Wouldn't you have <laughs> they'd kissed? All, they've all, all kissed. Yeah. <laughs> all made out. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Okay, I I do have thoughts about JJ, but it is mostly in the second, like half of this. But I will say that I find John B to be attractive, but like um the guy from Riverdale whose face looks like a foot, Charles Melton. I think it's a similar type of guy. I feel like John B could do well as a a lesbian woman. Okay. Mm. (laughs) Do you know, there are some people that are just like, you would do well in this other kind of world and gender. (laughs) Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. John B. and JJ use the key they found to investigate a motel room. There they find a bunch of money and a gun. The police are conducting their own search, but thanks to a warning from Kara and Pope, John and JJ manage to get out. They witness the cops take some money. JJ also takes some money and the gun. Meanwhile, Lana Grubb was searching for her husband, Scooter, and his body is recovered. (laughs) Yeah, so that's like the first time besides like the opening sequence where we see them like do something kind of reckless mm-hmm. like in the opening they're like at that construction site that they're not supposed to be at which is like showing us that they're these cool kids they're who cool. are badasses who don't care about the law or the rules uh, and so yeah this is this, like the first real time now that we know them that we're seeing them do something sure. they probably should not be doing yeah i i did find the part where they're kind of hiding from the cops in the shutter area right Mm -hmm. next to the window and then he drops the gun that was the part i found most thrilling but everything else seems fake like i can't (laughs) buy the stakes like i'm kind of like why are you getting involved this isn't any of your business you don't need to be doing this i don't know and like the mystery i was i was thinking about how there's that shot of the dead body and i feel like it maybe would have behooved the show to have like a little flash that flash forward in the beginning so like the first like having like a first scene being kind of like a few kind of chaotic shots and then of a dead body because then maybe i would have been like oh like there is a mystery afoot but it was so subtle scary mystery like there isn't really a mystery that like by the end we realize that john b is like involved but but at this point i'm just like there isn't a mystery i don't care and you are all just being nosy well they're trying to seek out love fighting friendship and money oh, okay um i think mostly it's the money at this point yeah. yeah um i didn't i like i think that the thing that's confusing for you also jane is that because it's summer they're not going to school and so it just doesn't have structure to their days and so it kind of feels like they're just like running around in like a giant playground yeah that's a little bit of the feeling they absolutely are (laughs) however i like love the setting a lot like i think wherever they like decided to i think they did shoot in north carolina and like it really pays off and like 
I really like how everything looks. Like it's it's weird for me the the like locations and like the vibes kind of look more just like so authentic that like because of that I noticed that the like the teens maybe don't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're just like putting them there but then because of that it's kind of like i don't know it might as well be like westworld it's just like random people there um, i'm also like yes there's no school but this kid is living unsupervised and and i really and like he does have some pressure from the law but what about his friend's parents mm. aren't they like I think what's up with this kid they say in the start they're like the whole thing about us is that like our parents have to work all the time, so we're, like, sort of left alone. We're, like, neglected children. Mm. But, like, because of that, we can do whatever we want. I did want to highlight that they say, dude, you know the rule. No pogon pog macking. Oh. They do. They do <laughs> say that. That's important. Wait, but Kiera's not a pogue. Also, they also say, you never leave a pogue behind. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I don't I don't really buy it. I think the problem, too, is that pogue is not, like, a snappy word. Like, it's just so... It kind of slows your sentence down. And also okay. the two leads look like fucking kooks. Like, yeah. Uh, can we move on? Um, No, no, no. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I think about JJ. I actually don't think, to me, like, JJ says all the time, like, says things saying that he likes Kara, but he doesn't, to me, he doesn't, like, really act horny or, like, interested in her. It's He's all gay. just, like, it's all just, like, him looking at her and being, like, is the actor gay? No, I, no, I'm. That's my oh, theory. Yeah, He's gay. Oh, interesting. Oh, because he like talks about it constantly. Maybe. I don't think I'm right based on Taylor's reaction. But um, that would be more interesting. But like, yeah, they almost just like make him say it constantly. But he just like looks at her and he he doesn't um strike me as I don't know. I'm not saying he has to be like creepy. <laughs> well, I think when they're. I just watched it right before this, which is why this is so fresh in my mind. But um, when they're about to go into the motel um, and Kiara says to John B, like, be careful. And JJ starts making fun of him because she said that. Yeah. He says, like, it's crazy that, like, you haven't at least tried anything with her. Like, I've tried and got rejected, essentially. Oh. I think that's why he's not trying anymore. Like, somewhere in the past, mm. he did. It's kind of like a, oh, yeah, like, maybe you'll change your mind. Okay, that makes more sense. Mm. So he's tried to make out with one of his close friends. Okay. I have a, wait, I have a question. I had a question. Have you Had you ever witnessed an adult doing something shady when you were a teen? Hmm. Um, I, w- I can start, and it's that... Um, a lot of, a lot of places in Southeast Asia have, like, gated communities, kind of the way, like, Florida does, I guess. Um, and I was walking with a friend at night to someone's house within a gated community, and so we had to, like, walk up to the security guard who, like, usually looks at the cars and say, like, hey, we're just, like, going to this house. And, um, I, like, walked ahead, and my friend, like, like, wrote our names down. You had to, like, write our names down in a book. And when he caught up to me, he was, like, that security guard just like tried to sell me weed. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he bought it. No, we were like, <laughs> I think we were like 15 and we were just like too lame. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever witnessed like adults doing bad. I've seen cops being annoying, but I feel like <laughs> my cop story is that um, I was illegally like throwing a frisbee in a closed public pool and two cop cars came what what i think it says a lot about my town 
first of all, <laughs> do you mean like um, it's just like a big room and like it's illegal? What? A pool, a public pool. So the reason why it's closed and why you shouldn't go in there is they don't want people to drown, so they don't get sued. Oh, after hours. Yeah. We were okay. being crazy. We were being crazy. Oh my god. You went in to throw wow. frisbee? Yeah, it was with a guy that I dated. Otherwise I would not Ooh. you would not catch me with a frisbee. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I don't touch frisbees. Good to know. Okay, let's go on. Okay. John doesn't understand how Scooter got a great <laughs> ship. The gang assume, assumes it's a smuggling ship and decide to, eventually, break into it. In the meantime, they throw a kegger. We meet Sarah, princess of the kooks, and her boyfriend, Topper. John and Topper get into it pretty bad, with Topper nearly drowning John. JJ holds the gun to Topper's head and then fires it in the air. The next morning, a cop shows up at JJ's house asking where his guardian is. She threatens him, saying if he goes back to the shipwreck, she will send him to foster care. Yeah, there's a few things happening here that, um, <laughs> it's weird that this guy's name is Topper. I, I will say that there's never like a moment where they say, oh, his real name is this. And we just call him Topper. So for all, all we know on his birth certificate, his name is Topper. Um, I think it's also weird that like, we've seen a cop so far that like we're coming to know. And then another cop shows up as if she has a relationship with John B. And I'm like, where did she come from? Oh, you're right. And she's Tara's mom from True Blood. <gasps> yeah. Is it I racist that. that so many cops are black in TV shows? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, they're, they're Why is that? Like, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a conspiracy. It's it like is. so many shows. They're either black or Hispanic. <laughs> like, it's like, it's look, like in we all don't shows. kill them. We make them us. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they're friendly to the communities that they came from. <laughs> it's like so messed up. Um, I will say about that and like Tara's mom from True Blood, the foster care plot line feels very 90s to me and is like kind of <laughs> out of this world. It's sort of my least favorite plot line of the episode. Um and and like I I I just like assume, you know, like obviously he's not going to get taken in my foster care. Um and it, I at some point in this blurb I apparently wrote down they could have just thrown out the rich v poor aspect of this and just like assume everyone's just like fighting for other reasons like you could just be a click but then they were just trying to have these like west side story vibes and so like they have to like really go to lengths to to make that happen for example like in the kegger like when they're handing out all the beer to other groups of kids to me, all of them look the same. I had the same but they note. had they had to make JJ um like and John B like not look rich in this scene. So if you go back to the scene, their faces are just like dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they're mostly white. Um dirty. Yeah, it's, it's very confusing. The, the the poor V rich is very confusing to me. It it I it just maybe if like maybe if we had gotten a, a glimpse of them in school. And seeing like tension or the rich people being treated better or them getting more resources, just something to establish like why these people don't like each other. Because I would assume they live in separate places. It's also, it's very confusing because the one thing we do see a rich person doing sort of on their own is Sarah is like running around her backyard with a tennis racket, mm -hmm. um, like trying to shoo the birds away. 
and she's also extremely hot with like lip fillers and <laughs> i don't sorry i just like oh, instagram kids and i i just like don't understand what we're trying to are we trying to get that she is kooky like is that is that her person like I can't, I can't really get a read on her i guess and it was just such a strange taylor what is your take on sarah <laughs> um i think she it feels very much like one of those ah what a lovely lovely gown moment like <laughs> i have nothing really nice to say so i'm going to compliment you on what you're wearing oh. um <laughs> Like, I could take or leave her. She becomes important to the plot. Um, but I can't say that she has, like, a defined personality. Gotcha. <laughs> she's sort of, she's like the, the. I mean, I read that she's John B.'s love interest. Is that mm. right? Will be, yes. Okay. So she's just kind of like a girl to be desired. But yes. she's on the wrong side of the tracks, which in this case is the right side of the tracks. <laughs> Um, my question for you all is, have you ever been to a kegger in general? And obviously, if you've been to a kegger when you were teen, bonus points. Not when I was a teen, only in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see a keg until college. Yeah. Same. And then I loved them. Oh, yeah. I don't know, like, how you get them, like, in high school. It's so much work. <laughs> even, even normal times, even for me to get a keg now, like, how does it get to the place it needs to be? Yeah, Who it takes heavy it there. Shit. The other thing was mm-hmm. that because I went to school where there were a lot of like Greek houses, it was usually like a fraternity. Like there was a whole fraternity of boys who could lift it for you, and, like, and you would sit on it and like yeah, cross your exactly legs like a yes. princess. Olives. Yeah, I don't like olives, but yeah. <laughs> um, so you know what was the equivalent in high school? I guess you would just have to have like some strong friends to lift it for you. But uh, yeah, I just logistically it doesn't it didn't ever work out. Yeah, school. that would be too much work. Another follow up question: Have you ever witnessed a fight at a party? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever witnessed fights so much as just like little spurts of like people being too drunk and someone having to go calm them down. Mm. Um, I did like I like got so mad at a person during a party, another girl that I stormed out and cried. But that's not a fight. <laughs> I want to hear that story. Honestly, I can't remember why I was so mad. I just have the the memory of like standing outside the party um, and like Nate trying to calm me down. This is like early college. Yeah. Was she I a was, friend? I was furious. Or an enemy? She was like a friend of me. Wow. <sighs> and I, I wish I could. I wish I could tell you what it, what the anger was about. I like don't remember. I Are you still remember in touch? So mad. Nope. Um. <laughs> I said LMAO, yeah, let's lay low, and then he fires the gun twice into the air. Which Wait, is I never... wanted to tell my fighting story. Oh, sorry, you should tell us that you. Okay, it's not fight. really the. It's it's like boys were choosing to fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they were having like I think I've been at multiple parties where boys have just been like, we're gonna go into the yard and fight, and that's always really <laughs> scary to me. That sounds right, and I don't personally understand it. Um. And then one of my friends uh, accidentally kind of like got in the way of one of the guys and he just like boinked past her, not not trying to be too aggressive, but and she said, I wrecked him. And that's the story. <laughs> one time um, this guy was with us who was training to be an EMT. He was like an older like he was 
he went to college older already and he was saying that if you rub somebody's sternum when they're unconscious they'll wake up but it like really like is uncomfortable so there was like a really drunk guy on the couch and he did it to him and the guy stood up and punched him in the face oh my god what (laughs) did he bleed from the nose also not really a fight no it wasn't he didn't exactly land it very well since he just woke up I feel like punches hurt so much more than TV pretends they do. Yeah, I think they also hurt your hand way more than TV um, TV suggests. Like, even in this fight scene, first of all, they blew the, the, the punching noises up so loud. Like, they're fully by the ocean, and you're like, and and they got, they're still going at it. And the next day, he just has one black eye. I'm like, you yeah. would have a broken rib. Yeah, all that um, really beautiful skin, like his like pristine like freckles and on his cheekbones. Um, was this kid gonna drown Topper? That was like the sort of like out of place thing too. Like we've never seen this guy before. Or sorry, was Topper gonna drown? <laughs> Fuck! We've never seen Topper before. We have no context for him. He honestly, to me, doesn't look alpha enough. And then he almost drowns John B. But that's all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying this show has zero flaws. No, I'm no. just saying I love it. It's okay no, to love that's trash. The that's point. A, that's yeah. a thesis of our, our podcast. I just don't. I, this trash isn't like trash Wait, enough. Wait, we, we have to go to my favorite part. I okay. Think this blurb is my favorite section of the episode. Okay, go. JJ convinces John to explore the shipwreck despite the policewoman's threats, saying the kooks always win and they have nothing to lose. John steals scuba gear from Sarah's father's boat, which he works on. With no scuba practice and a nearly empty tank, John dives. Of course, the cops show up as John is underwater and it's tense, but he makes it back with a bag. Then two rando guys who are also investigating this shipwreck, chase after them and shoot them. But Kira sabotages their boat. Back on shore, they open the bag and find John's dad's compass. Yeah, the the whole, like, fake fight that John B and JJ have about whether or not they're going to do this thing felt incredibly forced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, JJ saying, the kooks always win, they have nothing to lose, is like, it's supposed to further set up that like how how poor they are like they have nothing that wait it's like not true the pogues are the one with nothing to lose (laughs) oh yeah that's okay here's okay they haven't shown them being poor and desperate they've shown them partying going on boats fishing being hot having fun not working there is nothing to demonstrate that they're poor. So I just like they're having the time of their lives. I'm like, why would you mess that up? Also, JJ, he's a bad actor. He's supposed to be this like crazy reckless guy, but he's just I don't buy it. Like I'm there's so many um like simulacrum, like similar characters in TV shows and movies that are just supposed to be this like crazy guy who's probably broken and like abused. Um <laughs> and I don't I just don't buy this guy's performance. Wait, I'm also misreading it. He says the kooks always win and they have nothing to lose. It's I wrote it wrong. Wait, the the bo- kooks always win and the pogues <laughs> have nothing to lose. Like they okay, sorry, as sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Um guys, sorry. I no 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 no. I was also just like my brain is off. Um I 
Um, I agree about JJ. I don't really like JJ. I think I I was just like paying attention to John B. Except his foster child plotline, which I don't like. I have no words for like this diving scene that is like so funny, but I really liked it. It's also like that then Kiara like jumps out of the boat for no reason. And JJ's like, because she takes her shirt off. Oh, is that why JJ like, JJ's like, I don't know what that was, but I liked it. And I was like, what? Her jumping into the muddy water? <laughs> it's like he's seen her in a bathing suit a lot. They yeah. they are always swimming. <laughs> but then she, There's nothing she, new. <laughs> she comes out of the water like dripping wet and like stands in front of Jombie in her bikini and like gives him a kiss on the cheek. Like there's just so much. It's not normal. Like, strange stuff happening. This is what I really needed like to it. ask about. As Issa has mentioned, a platonic kiss on the cheek is gifted from Kiera to John B. Wait, I don't think it was strictly platonic. Okay, let's explore that. Okay, what wh- in what world would you kiss a friend on the cheek <laughs> in high school and like have it not be the most horny thing ever? Good question. <laughs> you know what's weird? I feel like you're, neither of you are going to continue to watch this show, so I can tell you things. Yeah, okay. spoilers from here on out. Nothing, obviously nothing happens between them because Sarah is John B's love interest, but at no point does it, does Kiara, like, really have a feeling about that, besides the fact that they were once enemies. Oh. Um, Like, they were once friends and now they're enemies. But, like, we never see Kiara, like, lusting after any of the boys. Like, it's, they set it up in the pilot where it's like, she clearly has a thing for John B., but yeah. that never, nothing ever comes of that. That's so frustrating because I think I like a love triangle, number one. I also think, like, it. I agree that you would never kiss someone on the cheek unless you were, like, hinting. Like, to me, the only time I've kissed people on the cheek is when I was, like, early on dating and, like, we hadn't, like, had our first kiss yet. Mm. Or the opposite. I feel like the opposite could be true, that you are What's so platonic. Oh. you're so platonic so platonic you have so non-sexual feelings for someone also i'm fully sitting in the dark yes <laughs> my screen is fully black okay sorry you have, you have so little <laughs> sexual feelings for someone that a kiss on the cheek means nothing it's like mm-hmm. it's like it's like a high five um but i didn't read that here i read it as like like besos what Besos. That's like how Spanish people like, yeah. Um, From elite. uh, Okay, so I'm getting a lot of Mary Kate and Ashley holiday in the sun energy from this part, especially when they are doing the diving and then they're being chased by the evil men because there's a lot of there's a lot of exclaiming like, "Let's go, get down!" (laughs) Oh wow, that was crazy. Just sort of very um, kind of explanatory dialogue that doesn't work mm-hmm. for me uh and makes it feel clunky and and cheesy um and that's it's why i'm just, like shocked there's not more sex yeah it's weird that two random guys show up and immediately are like i know what to do shoot the kids yeah and the cops like, are like come on guys someone is shooting teens like were they confident that they could shoot like all four of them so that they wouldn't be caught? Like- yeah, what they were, were they planning a mass murder? Right. Were they planning to do a murder just to get this? Okay, wait, I have another follow up question. The police 
these two random guys are like, hey, cops, like, we're going to come too. And then the cop is like, sure. But I thought the cops didn't want anyone else there so they could steal the money. Uh, I think when it's tied to the bigger case, they, like, couldn't do it because it was, like, they were already, like, in public, you know? So they it was going to be harder to steal. I see. Anyway. I mean, he did seem, like, the cop did seem not exuberant to have them. But he was like, right, sure, come right. along. I have a question. I spaced out. Why did the, one of the cops go to the museum? Do you remember the boat museum? There's um something that he found had like an insignia on it that he recognized from somewhere and he saw it like on a like model ship at the museum. Oh, it's funny cuz it's like the scenes in like other teen movies where you you have to go to the library to look it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I will say this part of the episode is my favorite part. The boat chase, obviously my favorite part. Love the scenery. The best part of the setting is like seeing them motoring around these little marsh like waterways. Someone is shooting teens. That's confusing, but I loved it. And like one frustration I had with the rest of the episode is that they're continually hopping on and off boats. And I think there's too many minutes of footage wasted on like hopping on and off the boats and like shenanigans like where they like hop off the boat and they're like woo and like it (laughs) doesn't really like like. pay off but when they're in the boat and like you get some cool like zooming out like i don't know like that i really liked and i i think like the ending scene like made me hype and like that redeemed the episode but their reaction to this is insane they're in a boat and people are shooting at them and they're like that's crazy like yeah, but it but it makes a little more sense there when they're literally about to be murdered than when they're like hopping on and off and they're like, Pope, come join us. Just get on the boat. Oi. <laughs> but I, I I you know, I, I like a chase. I like a stunt. Like I, I won't lie. I have a question. Okay. Is this show for boys? <laughs> <laughs> There are no girl like there are no girls that are that matter yet. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting question because like all the boys are supposed to be like well that's not true. Some of the boys are supposed to be like hot, but like the girls, I guess people can maybe feel like they are like Kiara. I do. <laughs> I mean, I did. I do. I think she's annoying. I think she's like a cool girl, like not like other girls well, girl. I agree. Yeah. I actually didn't mention this, but I do think it's annoying that her only characteristic is liking turtles in the environment. <laughs> and then oh, and then they're like, she's a hippie. And she's like clearly not a hippie. She yeah. just has the internet. That's an interesting question. I don't think I can't really imagine boys watching this. <laughs> really? Yeah. I guess you're right. And yet for me I could I just there's just not enough girl stuff. Like compasses? What girl likes a compass? <laughs> compasses are, are for boys. You love mysteries. The mystery is so subtle. And like, again, it, I don't feel like it really matters until we see the compass at the very end. I like mm. it. Does It's not related to these teens. And I don't believe that they need money because they're having the time of their life. They're having they're living like a summer of leisure. So I just am like, just go hang out. And JJ is not selling his performance as like this crazy guy who will make his best friend do anything. Sorry. Yeah, I, think, I think JJ is the weakest one. I do think that you're misunder or misunderstanding. <laughs> I think you're underestimating 
um, how much people would like to seek out love, fighting, friendship, and money. True. Taylor, do you like the show Veronica Mars? <laughs> um, I grew up watching it and I did love it. For me, Veronica Mars is the perfect example of a mystery show that just hooks you in so hard that you just you just can't get out. And so what I would like the writers of uh, Outer Banks to do is watch Veronica Mars season one. Don't, I don't you don't need to watch it. It's almost like I you know, that's an interesting I, I think they like almost don't really make an effort with the mystery. That's because they exactly how they it feels. know that you're just like there. But that's the thing. You're just like there to see the boats and the water. <laughs> and the teens. And so then it's like, oh, there's a little bit of mystery going on. It's like you're watching. It's like when you're at the airport or something and then like Jaws is on the TV and you're like, oh, I didn't remember this happened in the movie. Like that's how I felt like watching this. <laughs> it show. does feel very subtle. It feels like <laughs> the class war is supposed to be the primary issue. Yes. Um, what I have could, another what question. Could they have done, what could they have done instead of the class war to make like... A fight between the kids they could just be like rival teen popularity like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. why have that but maybe it's bigger later i don't I know i think it's bigger later it feels like having gone back to the pilot it feels like they wrote the show and then we're like fuck we need a first episode oh. <laughs> how do we introduce these people that we've already kind of created and like delved into interesting like they feel they feel more fleshed out and like the the warring makes more sense the more you watch it. Yeah. But okay. Definitely okay. watching this first episode, I was like, wait, what hooked me enough to, <laughs> to make me want to keep watching it? And the boat culture. And it's the boat. I have a <laughs> it's question. The boat culture. Um, is this show not the wilds? It is What's not. That? What is the wild? Is the wild? Is the wilds a different show? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. See, like it's another teen show. I oh, it's teens. Yes. Okay. Is the wilds are they on an island? Yes. Okay. I okay. Thanks. Clear yeah. that up. Um, I have one more question. Do does it, do people in here have the desire to learn how to like in here. maintain and like in here to learn how to like maintain and drive your own boat? Like, is that something you're interested in, both Not of you? Even a little bit. <laughs> no, I see. Like you've never been like, ooh, can I steer? No, I get motion sickness, so like going on boats is always risky in itself i do think that i would be way less likely to get motion sickness if i were to be the one driving the yeah but my general like motion sickness has made me kind of have an aversion to boats actually i'm gonna tell a gross vomiting story i went to (laughs) guadalupe uh for two weeks as part of like a french class my freshman year of college and to get to i think like i'm gonna maybe like martinique a little tiny island next to it. That's probably wrong. I'm sorry. You. The only way to get there is this boat that just goes, woo, 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 and just bounces on the waves. And people fully commute that way back and forth every day. Sure. The entire ride, which was like 20 minutes long, I was vomiting <laughs> over and over and over. And I, I'm so lucky that I got into the bathroom because not, I was not the only person who needed to vomit. And so people were pounding on the bathroom door. Oh and I was just like, I was helpless just... <laughs> just puking and then um luckily on the it's way like back bridesmaids. luckily on the way back we went to the top and just got soaking wet and and like you know the 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 sea breeze and the water helped me not see that's that fun again. that's a good boat experience <laughs> yeah after, after like hell on the heels of trauma 
Um, I will say I would probably enjoy steering a boat. I just like don't really. I have no desire to like have to do all the things that make it go. Like, I'd, like, I would love to be like on a yacht. That yes. sounds great. Yeah, or like if someone's like, "You want to take the wheel?" Like for, or, for like a minute. You know how they sometimes have fake steering wheels on like part of the <laughs> ship. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll do that. Take I'll a roll pick. that around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a pick. Look at me. <laughs> um. Okay, we've come to the end <laughs> where we are going to answer three questions to sum up. Um. And Taylor, you can go first. Um. The first episode is. Oh, sorry. The first question is, is this first episode good or bad? Oh, it's bad. <laughs> Jay? It's objectively not great. I had I had fine written. Like, I think I would need to watch more to, to, to get a better sense of it. It seems just sort of very neutral. So I'll say fine. Yeah, I think I'm... Taylor, I think I'm agreeing with you that, like, it seems like they had a whole show written and then they were like, ah, shit, like, we have to start it somewhere. Um, The second question is, did you enjoy watching the episode? Absolutely. (laughs) (sighs) I didn't hate it. Like, it it definitely didn't disturb (laughs) me. It didn't make me uncomfortable. It didn't make me that angry. It just sort of bored me. Um, I liked it. (laughs) And I think I I just liked the the boats and... (laughs) Um, the new setting, and I like how everyone's in swimsuits all the time, and I think it's very funny that they sort of make their faces, I can't tell if it's like they're making them dirtier, or if they're just like really rubbing like fake tan on there, you know, like, right. I can't tell, there's just like something weird they're doing to their faces, that's Absolutely. Like making them look strange, and I, I liked it. Um, the third question is, what type of teen is this show for? <laughs> with 30 year old women like me <laughs> um, what kind of teen is this for um i feel like it's for teens who live in just permanently cold climates mm. who just, just want to see what it's like to not have to wear a coat all the time that's a good point it's for teens like the teen that isa was mentoring who would watch a show and ask is this is this is what teens are like you have to be that um <laughs> that what's the word i'm looking for naive mm. i think it's for teens that like have been to the beach or like a coastal town like once on vacation and they're like what if i lived here and i was a hot girl here like that's what it's for <laughs> i think you're right Taylor, what are you watching these? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Like, are you a pogue or are you a kook? Yeah, exactly. You could like, you could decide. And if, you know, if Sarah has more of an arc, you could be like, see, even though I'm rich, I'm okay. (laughs) Um, Taylor, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Um, I've been binge watching, um, what is it called? Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, what um, is that? It's a spinoff of The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, yeah. Um, they have like ten thousand spinoffs, and I watch all of them. But I had never um, finished watching this one, and I went back to it, started from the beginning, and now I 
I've been watching it for less than a week and I'm already on season four. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it feels so I good. a problem. Is Walking Dead still on TV? They're releasing like the last episodes of the series this year. How long has the show been around? I feel like it's been around forever. Okay, you say that, but I still watch Grey's Anatomy. I know. Well, nothing can touch, nothing can touch or top that. Except maybe Mash, <laughs> famously um, the longest-running TV show. Uh, Jane, what are you watching? Okay, I have watched two Star Trek movies: First Contact, and First Contact, and Insurrection. <laughs> As everyone knows, I love Star Trek: Next Generation, but I've never gotten around to watching the movies, and it's just really—it's the kind of thing where they're not the best movies; they're not my favorite movies, but it's so easy to watch. And it's just so soothing. And it, it's absolutely making me want to go rewatch Next Gen. Um, I feel like maybe I I didn't watch the last season, so I might I might start there. But um yeah. Good watch is good watches. Um cool. I'm glad that I I had a conversation with um Jane's partner Walt where I was trying to bully them into watching Severance and Walt was like, the thing is like we've just like had kind of some stress lately and i think we just need to watch something easy <laughs> he's downloading it though by the way he was like oh sick. he was literally right before we recorded he was like an easy show <laughs> oh yes. it's not okay good to know he was like what do i need to download severance okay he's just talking it to is himself. funny though there's like there's like light like comedy relief comedic relief is that yeah. what i'm saying comic relief <laughs> um okay i just i just finished severance um i really liked it everybody you know it's boring i feel like it's boring for me to say that like a lot of people are watching it um and i i'm finally going back to watch the latest season of atlanta i just watched the second episode which is very strange and funny um and it's wild to like go back and see um so many actors in atlanta the tv series like um be like way more famous now than when it was last like coming out mm -hmm. um and i wonder what that feels like for them to like go back to like a character that they played like you know like three movies ago or something like that mm -hmm. when they were just like less famous um it's a good show it's it's a it's very fun and like uh does some cool smart like confusing slash slightly uncomfortable things all the time and um and i enjoy it and i'm attracted to multiple people in that cast so For sure. yeah love that um <laughs> i do want to correct myself i said that mash is the, the longest running tv show <laughs> that's incorrect um you guys can google you can google it to find out what the real answer is <laughs> okay um jane do you want to mention the upcoming movie it's clueless oh sick wow. Woo! i'm very excited that's amazing um, oh Paul Red, yes. Ooh. I've actually only seen Clueless all the way through one time. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Spoilers. Many. I have watched parts of it many times. Does that make sense? Yeah, just the part where they kiss. That's <laughs> yeah, one of them. That's up there. If there's like a graph of like how many repeats I've like done. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I. I just like had a poor attention span. I feel like with movies before and i just would like yeah anyway it's fine that's fair um which is why sometimes maybe shows like outer banks are still needed although okay i do think outer banks would be way better if it were like uh, like 20 percent shorter i was so pumped to have a tv show to watch this week because i was like 
yeah, 30 minutes, we're done. And it, I think it was an hour. But honestly, yeah, it's an hour. it was still such a relief. It's such a relief. That 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 25 to 45 minute difference. Woo. I think it flew by. Taylor, thank you so much for <laughs> coming on and talking about Outer Banks. I'm I'm anytime. Very <laughs> I'm very excited that you're a true fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, season 2 um Jump the Shark for sure. Oh. Um and That's a I, quick jump. Yeah. But you still like it. I loved it. <laughs> Should I? I have a question. I haven't. I, I was going to say, like, would I watch it? Um, I'm not going to watch it, but I might read about it. Do you think I should just, like, read the Wikipedia summaries of the episodes? Yeah. Will I get something out of <clears throat> that? Will I glean something? Or maybe you can just tell me everything that happens at I think Issa's it, birthday party. I think it might be a good show to have on in the background while I cook and eat. Like, I think it's very pleasing vibes. Like yes. ambient ambient boats. You love boats. You're so vitamin C. Vitamin C. You've said boats a million times. Yeah. <laughs> Take a hour. shot every time this says boat. Taylor, will you tell us about your chapbook? Oh, so this sounds so egotistical, but the chapbook that you mentioned is an old chapbook. Oh shoot. <gasps> Sorry. I actually have a new one that just Hell came yeah. out two months ago. Uh called Drowning in Light. Um, it's on Platypus Press. It's wild to have a book that has an ISBN. Nice. Hell yeah. That's not egotistical at all. In fact, it was it's my fault. I should not have I should not have said your stupid old book. I should say your brand new book <laughs> that everyone should go read. Christ. <laughs> that's my fault because I said you could just use the old bio. And I should have done my I... research, man. Anyway, that's um, very exciting. Thank you. Taylor, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Taylor Steele. That's S-T-E-E-L-E. Um, and I have a website that you don't need to go to. That's taylorsteele.info. If you wanted to, I don't it's know, extremely send me pretty. an email. I, yeah, send her an email, folks. Talk to her about Outer Banks. Please. Actually, that would literally make your day if somebody like um, spontaneously talked to you about Outer Banks. I should connect you yes. to the dean then. Oh my god. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. Talk about OBX. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Jan, you will not be watching the rest of this? I, I won't be. I need, to, I need to go watch Next Generation for the fifth time. What? Oh, okay. I thought... You know what I thought you were talking about is like Generation, the like HBO Max series. Generation. With, um, Justice. Oh. Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Where everyone's queer. Oh, and yes. it got canceled after one season. I actually watched that. We were going to maybe do an episode on it, but now no, it's gone. It's in history. Yeah. I liked it. I it liked it. Taking itself yeah. out. Yeah. I, I think we should do more shows, it sounds like. Maybe Jane. we should do, you know what? Listeners, let, let us know. Do you like it, like it when we cover TV shows or do you prefer us to have to watch two hours of a movie every week <laughs> weigh in weigh in <laughs> that was under the bleachers our podcast about teen content we would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with an obx friend and an, an obx teen <laughs> you can get in touch with us at under the bleachers pod at gmail.com and find us on twitter at, at bleacher teens 
Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under, under the bleachers. bleachers. Well done.